Hello, people on the internet, and welcome to another episode of The Gamer's Cave. Now, this episode will contain spoilers for the game Jedi Fallen Order. And this game has been um, out for at least 10 months. At least 10 months. So, it's still kind of new. It's not where the point where it's... Like, there could still be spoilers for it. So, I just want to get that out of the way. And, yeah. So, get ready for another long episode of our podcast. And so, sit back, relax, and grab your branded popcorn. And without further ado, let's begin. people on the internet and welcome to another episode of the gamers cave today's episode we are joined by a special guest the host of backstab podcast aiden murray what's up now if you don't know who uh, what backstab podcast is it is also known as the most consistent podcast of all time this is a factual statement and i approve this message yes you do yes you do now, uh, would you like to tell us what game we are reviewing? Uh, Super Mario 64, right? No. No, <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. It's Fallen Order. So, yes, we are reviewing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It was released in 2019. On a, I'm old. I, I believe uh, November... <laughs> yes, you are. I believe November uh, 14th, I think it was released. I don't remember. Hmm. Uh, I don't know either. I also mentioned how the, this uh, episode is going to contain spoilers for this game. It hasn't even been spoilers. out for a year. Yeah, it hasn't even been out for a year. Almost, almost. Almost a year. It's October at the time we're recording this, so True. we're kind of close to the breakthrough of the best lightsaber combat game of all time. Spoiler! Spoiler! This game is actually really good. And if you want to know, the reason I picked Aiden Murray for this job is because um, he streams his entire playthrough of Jedi Fallen Order. And I only Twitch. saved, like, three streams, so. <laughs> uh, go go watch some highlights there on my YouTube channel. Yeah, Just so uh, his uh, YouTube channel is Backstab. He has 103 three. subscribers. Hey, a boy. You're doing great, man. You're doing great. Now... Another thing I want to cover up, um, now for these uh, podcast episodes I'm doing, I know I said every Saturday, but now I'm just going to be doing it like two game reviews every month. And because Ooh, consistency caught up to him. And because every game review is like literally uh, two parts long, it basically means I'm doing, you'll see like four episodes every month. We're recording yeah, both parts tonight, correct? Yes. Okay. okay. Now, um, without further ado, let's begin. Sure. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order podcast review. Now, that was a horrible. Uh, that was a horrible way to put it. Now, anyways, let's get on to the story.
Now, the story of Jedi Fallen Order begins on the planet Baraka. Now, Baraka is this new planet in the Star Wars universe where um, these scrappers take apart ships from the Old Republic era of the Clone Wars and create new ones for the Empire. Now, we are first introduced to our character Cal while he is listening to basically Jedi Rock. Cal is basically a surviving Jedi Padawan who has constant nightmares about the Knight of Order 66. And so he and his friend Prof, Prof is an Abinetto, um, he it basically, I'm pretty sure, might be Cal's only friend in Bra- um, Baraka. But, yeah. So, so, him and Prof need to work their way up to get to a Vanadar starship. And when they get there, um, Prof talks to Cal about getting a new life because Cal doesn't have a life. It's illegal. So... Cal basically is like tells him off, telling him that he's fine, he doesn't really need a life, and then all of a sudden the cables that are holding up the um Vader starship start to break. And because of that, um Prof and Cal basically are sliding down the Vander Starship because it is about to break. And the bad part is that there is a Sarlacc pit under the ship. So what happens is Prof, like, is holding on for dear life, but he can't. And, like, Cal's like, please, dude, hold on, man, hold on. Prof's like, bruh, I'm out. He falls, he falls, he slips, he falls into the Sarlacc pit, but in an act of desperation, Cal reaches out with the Force and uses, um, Force Slow. Now, Force Slow is... Exactly what it sounds like. So yeah, Cal slows down Prof before he falls into the Sarlacc pit and saves him. Now, the thing is, Prof had no idea that Cal was a Jedi, and so when he when Cal used the Force, he was all like flabbergasted, like, "Whoa, wait, what? That wow." So, he was kind of freaked out, but it was, it was, um, Cal told him to let it go, not to mention it, because if he did, he could get caught by the Empire and tortured, or killed. So, Prof is like, alright, I'll keep the secret. So, um, on the train that they're riding home... Cal gets a basically nightmarish dream and where he meets his master Jared DePaul once again. Now Jared DePaul we'll get back to later. All you need to know at the moment is that he was Cal's master. So Cal wakes up and he wakes up to the Empire storming the train that his scrappers, fellow scrappers are on, fellow scrappers, scrappies, whatever you want to call them. And he's, he's thinking, oh no, oh no, no, they, they found me, they somehow know. So, they 
are brought outside and we meet the two ba- the two main baddies. The second sister and the ninth sister. Both the second sister and the ninth sister are inquisitors who work for the Empire. And if you don't know what inquisitors are, then you must not have watched Star Wars Rebels, a.k.a. Really Bad Show. That's a joke. I happen to really like Rebels. But I really like, I just think it's okay. So inquisitors are former Jedi who survived Order 66, but were caught by Sith, caught by the Empire, not, not, caught by the Empire and turned into basically Dark Force Adepts or Dark Jedi. Or as they're calling them, Inquisitors. So now the Inquisitors are hunting Jedi. And they got their own cool, like, got their own cool uh, lightsabers that twirl. Like ballerinas. So, um, so yeah. They're forcing the entire guild to find someone or they will be facing summary execution. So, Prof basically gives himself up to act as the Jedi and that gets him, well, let's just say that gets him demoted. And Cal is like, mad. he's like, no, 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 my friend has been demoted. So, then he attacks the second sister and reveals his location. And, yeah, that's. That is pretty bad. That is pretty bad. You got yourself in a sticky situation, Calvan. So, Cal is then thrown onto this train and he has to escape the Inquisitors. And along there, he finds a ship with two people named Seer and Grease. And they're trying to get them, get him to get on their ship so they could save him. So, before he can, though, the second sister attacks Cal. And after kind of... I wouldn't really know if I would call it Cal lost the fight, but... In this context, he did. So, Cal is saved by Sarah and Grease. And is brought to this planet called Bagano. Before he goes, um, he learns something about Sarah. Seer is a former Jedi who cut herself off from the Force. She had survived the Order 66, but something happened to her that was really horrible, and I will explain that. When Seer was running away from the Empire with her uh, Padawan, Trela Siduri, she had to... There was a moment where uh, the Empire had, was around their location, so Seer decided to draw them off, um, relocate them, relocate them, distract them, while Trilla and the younglings fled or stayed hidden. But that only got um, Seer captured, and basically, she was she was constantly tortured and tortured until. Big bad person. I'm not going to give away the details until I. Until later. And so. A dark shadow in her words came. And basically tortured her a lot more. 
But, in her words, they didn't break her. So, yeah, just remember. She's saying that she didn't get Trilla caught. She didn't get the young ones caught. So, yeah, that's something to remember. Is her dark past. So, yeah. So, Cal makes his way to the planet of Bagano and meets a little droid named BD-1. My little BB. And, so... Cal and BD-1 make their way up to the temple on Bagamo, where BD-1, to Cal's surprise, plays this archived message from a Jedi known as Eno Cordova. Now, Eno Cordova has told Cal that he has hidden a holocron, a Jedi holocron, a Jedi holocron. It's basically a book, but it can only be accessed by Jedi. And... This holocron happens to have a list of every Force-sensitive Jedi. Every No, not Force-sensitive Jedi, but every Force-sensitive child in the world, in the galaxy. So yeah, that's really helpful. And Cal's like, okay, how do I get this? How do I get this? I, I want it now. And like, Enor Cordova is like, okay, okay, I, I hear you, buddy, but first... First, you gotta plant, go to this planet Zepho to find the Zepho tomb. Because people who created this Bagano temple block were a species called the Zepho. So Cal's like, okay, let's go. So Cal goes to Zepho and finds the Zepho tomb. And all there, he also gets some of his force abilities back. I forgot to mention that Cal's force. Connection is damaged after the Order 66 whole thing. So he has to keep learning his abilities over and over again. And so Cal finds the tomb. He unlocks it. And then he finds out. And what they need to do next is get this item called an astrium. And, you know, Cordova says it can only be found on Kashyyyk. So... Cal makes his way to Kashyyyk in order to get the Astrium. But instead, he runs into a fight with these partisans in the Empire. And the Empire is, like, attacking the Kashyyyk. And I forgot to mention, Kashyyyk, if you didn't know, were the home place of the Wookiee species, which basically Chewbacca Town 3.0. So, so Cal, like, makes his way to... Kashyyyk after hijacking the walker and destroying everything. And he meets Saw Gerrera. Now, Saw Gerrera was in Star Wars The Clone Wars and Star Wars, well, Rogue One The Star Wars Story. And this, he's also, well, he's also in Star Wars Rebels. That guy's in a lot of things. And him and Cal just become best buddies for life. And so... So I was like, okay, I can help you find Tarful, but dude, first, uh, can can you help me uh, free all the Wookiees? And Cal's like, oh, of course, man, you got, I got you, homie. So Cal frees all the Wookiees in the trap, not trap, but all the slaved Wookiee, enslaved Wookiees, and yeah, it's all great and dandy. Cal saved the day, Saul is happy for him, and 
Saw gives a motivating speech about not being lost. Yeah. So, then, when Cal's about to look for more stuff, he then hears a distress call. Not real. Oh, wait. No, not a distress call. But Seer and Grease tell him that the Empire has found another tomb on the planet of Zepho. So, Cal's like, okay, let's go. And Cal finds this crashed Vander starship, like the ones on Brock. So, he gets there, and then... And then he encounters the second sister once again. Now, I remember this clearly on on your stream. Uh, but yeah, you had a, I don't think you watched my you stream. Had a very, um, you had a very easy time with... Uh, with the second sister the second oh, time. Oh, yeah, dude. That was so easy. Oh, did I mention I was playing <laughs> on Jedi Grandmaster? Sorry, I just thought I should point that out. Now, here's the sad part. For some reason, I played it recently for the fifth time, and for some reason, I still had trouble with her. Huh. Interesting. I don't know. I wasn't used to it, but... Yeah, I got I got a little a little too overconfident. I see. So then, um, before Cal is basically eliminated, wow, what was that? Hello, voice this crack. crack. Hello, voice crack. We meet again after several years. Yeah. Um. So Cal is yeah, like basically kind of defeats the second sister, but kind of doesn't defeat the second sister. The second sister almost actually destroys Cal, but BD1 saves him. And then the second sister reveals the actually genuinely surprising plot twist. Hello, yeah. voice crack again. Um, the second <sighs> sister is actually Trilla Siduri. Um, Whoa. Steers Padawan that it turns out she gave up. She didn't just give up Whoa. the younglings, she gave up Trilla. Crazy. Because Darth Vader is awesome. Oh. So, yeah. And Cal's like, yo, she lied to me. What? Cal's freaking out because, number one, Seer lied to him. And, yeah, imagine if yeah. someone, you've been, you need to, you've never trust anyone in your life for at least five years. And then someone you think you can trust turns out that she lied to you. What would your reaction be? Uh, kill them at all costs. <laughs> that was dark. But is it wrong? Yes! I don't. It think doesn't it matter is. if they lied to you. It matters that they were trying to protect you or something like that. I don't oh. really care. So, <laughs> so Cal, um, this, uh, so Cal is like, okay, so then Cal enters the second Zeppo tomb and recovers that the uh, Astrium is on the origin tree of Kashyyyk. So then he gets there, but then, oh god. Oh god. Very cool. <sighs> he is then attacked by a bounty hunter. Then brought in for a little side story that no one cares about called the Haxian Brood. Nobody your ever road, cared. Where you're introduced you to... Can you, like, not, can you, like, skip that, or will you always end up there? Um, actually, there is a way to skip it, but it's, like, almost impossible. 
But yeah, you basically always end up there. It's it's so bad. I see. Yeah, I hate that one. I had more trouble so, yeah. with that than actually playing the second sister. Yeah. So Yeah, he's basically abducted by Bounty Hunters and meets Brief Tomar, baby. Sure. Not his words, not mine, I swear. <laughs> but yeah, that's his name. That's literally how you introduces himself so then he forces you to fight 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 and then the master saves you and cal's uh, like rightfully mad at seer for lying cool so then he it doesn't matter he's okay he's think he's a little mad but he heads to um kashik as you said back and forth back and forth for planets because yes. that's so, yeah that's so he gets the so then it turns out he finds tarful and the Shadowlands, which is from a game that we will re- we will review later on eventually. Really? I mean, you've never played the game. What game? So not Here's a little secret. It's called uh, Knights of the Old Republic. I have that game. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I literally do. Stop lying. But <sighs> whatever, I'll believe it. It's it's free it on. on- it's free on PC. I hope you know this. That's actually amazing. Um, so yeah, he finds Tarful, and Tarful tells Cal what he already knows. It's on the top of the origin tree. So Cal goes, climbs a, a, a big, big tree, and confronts the ninth sister, mm-hmm. aka the ogre Shrek dude. <laughs> Uh, Am uh, I okay. wrong? <laughs> You're not. AKA a thick Fiona ogre tan oh. person. Wait, no. Not where I was going with that, but. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about Knights of the Old Republic or just the Old no, Republic? No, 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 no. We're talking about the Nine Sister. No, like, but earlier, were you talking about Knights of the Old yeah. Republic or just the yeah. Old Republic? Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, I have the Old Republic. Oh, okay. So, okay. Nine sister from basically nine years can, ago. You can basically describe her as a big, a a thick tan Fiona oh, Shrek God. woman with a lightsaber. That was a horrible way to put it, but it's I'm not wrong. Oh. Uh, well, you aren't wrong. I'm not. So you're right. You have a point. So yeah, um, you confront her in what is single-handedly the easiest lightsaber boss fight of all time. Uh, Yeah. Because this is lie. In the words of the game, less agile, utilize distance in mid. Wait, no, less agile. She's okay. less agile, but it says she is deadly strong. Avoid close quarter combat. Never mind. What? Oh, but we do get her. She's basically what? She's basically nine sister is basically a species called the Dawit. Dawitin? Dawatin. Dawatin. So basically, you fight him, fight her, and um, people who read the Derfier comic will already know the nine sister. She got her leg separated 
So she's got a robotic hand. So then Cal beats her, separates her her hand. Wait. I screwed what? it up. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Screwed up something I said. So Cal defeats her, and then easily she's like, I'm going to defeat you. You can't stop the Empire. Right. I want to make you an Inquisitor. So then basically she's defeated in the most pathetic way possible. Uh-huh. A puny Padawan force pushes her into a dragon, and the dragon the eats her alive. Uh, nah, oh. I know. It doesn't say if she died or not, but... She definitely died. Come on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not, let's be honest. She she probably did. But uh, the game does hint that um she may be alive. It does. Nah, she, she do, ain't it alive. Does she dead. She dead, dead. Yeah, I, I really can't. I really can't uh, not agree with that. She did, did. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, but here's the thing. When Cal goes up to find the Astrium, turns out, guess what? That was completely pointless. And that the Astrium is on the planet Dathomir. And okay, let's be honest. We all went to Dathomir the first time we heard of it. Yes, yes, we did. Because we wanted to see Darth Maul. Not that. Because I knew about the lightsaber. No, I went because I wanted to see Darth Maul. (laughs) Like, if you go first time, like, you have a choice to go to to Zeppo or Dathomir. If you pick Dathomir, you aren't going to have a good time. It is hard. Mm. You so speed run um, it, and it's an epic win. Yeah, but I feel like Dathomir is definitely the longest part of the game. Wow, we are a half an hour in, and we're still in the story. Yeah, yeah, we are. That's it. Let's speed this up. So, um, so we go up to, um, so, Cal makes his way, meets a night sister, one of the last of her kind. Uh, is sidetracked, meets a wanderer, gets into the tomb, the second, the third Zepho tomb, but then is confronted by his Order 66 PTS flashback. PTSD. Or it turns out, basically, okay, let's not make a joke about that, but seriously. Well, you said so, PTS, which was not, yeah, we get the point. Yeah, so... He's a flashback from Order 66, and he's, like, terrified. He's like, oh, no, I could have saved my master, but I didn't. Because he did it. So, yeah, so he's just, he's distraught. Then he faces the ghost of his master, and he accidentally crushes his lightsaber. Yeah, he destroyed So then, Seer's like, okay, bro, you destroyed your lightsaber. So she gives him her lightsaber, forces him to go back to the planet of Loom, a.k.a. the place where you get your lightsaber kyber crystals. And you create two lightsabers, but put together. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Am I right? Yeah, I can't disagree with you here. Okay, so then you go up and you face, you go back to Dathomir mm-hmm. to get the thing. The and, thing. Oh, I forgot to mention that wanderer I mentioned. Um. He's actually a former Jedi named Terran Malikos who turned to the dark side and is now Terran Quentin Tino. 
It's basically evil Santa Claus. A, sh- a shirtless evil Santa Claus, but he's right. He's ripped. Right. But he's ripped. I guess. So So then you have to fight him. Then you fight him and the old night sister that you fought decides to help you. And her name is Marin. She's super weird. Cute. Weird champ, weird champ. What? Nothing. We all have to admit, though. Uh, I feel like Hal and Marin could fit together as a couple. Oh. Why are we talking about couples in Star Wars? This is weird territory. All right. So, yeah. Um, Cal defeats Taryn Malikos, and Marin goes with him. They get the Astrium, and then they head they head back to Bagano. But guess what? No, they're so not allowed. Cal gets the. Okay. So Cal gets the holocron. But guess what? Trill is there. Second sister. Fights him. Ah. Cal kicks her butt. Cal kicks her butt and she that de- but she takes a holocron. Right. And flees to the planet of Nur. Nur. Dumbest name ever. So then um you're like, okay, okay, I gotta. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. We so we do. We, it's the final level. And also, I forgot to mention the reason why this holocron is so important is because it contains the name, name and list every of every force sensitive, sensitive child. child. <laughs> yeah, so it's a big deal. So, um, you go up. You beat everyone because you got all of your powers. You beat everyone there, and then you fight the second sister for the last time. So you fight her up, you're like boom, 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 and then you beat her. Yes, yes, and you're like, did. yes, I did it. The final boss is over, and then Seer like basically turn finds a way and finds a way to reach out to um Trilla, and Trilla's and like, okay, I'm gonna be good. <laughs> and then right. the best thing, best part in the game happens. You hear a specific breathing in the background. And the be- you hear footsteps that make you shudder in your boots if you were wearing any. I'm not wearing boots. I mean, I think Aiden is. I'm not. What? Oh. Anyways, uh, spoiler, Darth Vader appears. And you're like, oh no, well, it looks like we're going to fight Darth Vader. No, destroys the second in- in- the second sister. Boom, saying, you failed me, Inquisitor. You are a bop. So then you're like, okay, let's fight. Seer charges at Vader, and Vader effortlessly forces her out out of his reach into a pit of darkness. And you're like, oh, Seer's gone. And then basically, they force you to fight Vader, but he gets you. So then, you have to get away from his grasp, and in the words of the game, escape is the only chance of survival. Yes. You have to run away from Darth Vader while the best moment from Revenge of the Sith plays. Basically, the best music from Revenge of the Sith. Yes. You just you just hear you just hear um. You hear music. What, what's it called? <laughs> what's oh, that's a garbage music, mate. Uh, it's in uh. You just hear the Thomas the Train theme while you're running away from Darth Vader. Do, do, do. No, okay. 
That's a bad joke. Anyway, so Dumb yeah, joke. you run away from Vader, but Vader's like, boom, 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 you can't survive me. And he goes. Basically destroys your basically destroys your left bicep and BD1 is almost destroyed by him. Almost BD1 is almost killed by Vader. So Vader's like, bruh, you can't defeat me. So then Seer out of nowhere attack Vader. Ader <laughs> You said Ader. Yes, yes you did. Sound like I said ate her. Okay then. Darth Vader eats people. Oh no. Right. Okay, so let's so Vader effortlessly defeats Seer with one hand. She dead, dead. Uh, no, and then Seer forces. Oh gosh, that was that voice crack. Yeah, yeah it was. Eh, who cares? So then Seer forces water into the building that Vader's in, and because Vader is basically like the next iPhone X, he's <laughs> yeah, he's got. <laughs> Vader's basically like an iPhone X, and if you fight, you just get him wet. It's all over. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, you escape Darth Vader, and Marin saves uh, both you and Point. both Cal and Seer. Point. And Cal's like, bro, you went through so much damage with um, his holocron. He's like, I'm pretty sure the Empire will be after all the children on that list. So he destroys the Holocron. Right. And then leaves off the game with one final note. So where to next? And that is the story of Jedi Fallen Order in literally 39 minutes it took us okay, to Okay, but aren't we going to talk about the legendary Mandalorian Shea Vizsla? Don't you mean Free Vizsla? No. You mean Free Vizsla. Vizsla. Now, without further ado, let's get rid of this story portion out of our huh? head. And let's oh, we was on. done. No, we're not <laughs> done. <laughs> uh, let's get on to the place I belong, West Virginia. <laughs> Gameplay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, while we were talking, I downloaded Star Wars The Old Republic. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. All right, so let's get on to gameplay. Let's see how that's the best part about this game. That's probably true. That, I mean, that should part. be the best part the of gameplay. every game. The combat, the combat is definitely amazing. Lightsaber combat is awesome. But I do have a complaint. I have a giant, giant complaint. Oh, then let's hear it. Um, I don't really like that. Um, you know when you just normally block. Oh yeah, that's kind of dumb. I mean, it kind of makes sense, but it kind of doesn't at the same time. Right. So yeah, um, if you want to know what like we mean by gameplay, this is basically it. Gameplay. Um, so. Basically, you got your normal attack, but it's awesome. But there's this thing called a skill tree that the more you upgrade it, the more abilities you get. You got like a forward dash. Right. You got like an overhead strike that's really powerful. Another thing to remember for some reason, I don't know why the why the how, 
For some reason, a single blade lightsaber does more damage than the dual. a double blade. Because one's yeah. made for blocking and the other's for attacking. It's kind of simple weaponry stuff. Sorry, my real life expertise is coming into play here. But like, actually, that's the thing. The double-bladed one is for fighting multiple people at once and blocking multiple oncoming attacks, while the single-bladed one is more aggressive-sided for attacking, so that's why it does more damage. Yeah, that makes actually a lot of sense, and... Well, it's because it's like comparing a sword over a staff. Each have their own separate purposes, and obviously a sword's going to do more damage than the staff. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's obvious. That is a very good way to look at it. Well, it is the way to look at it, and that's why it's like that. Yeah. All right, well, that's my knowledge for the day. Uh, The rest of the podcast will just be sitting here saying, yup, and nope. All right, let's let's get on with this. (laughs) So, yeah, I I like the way you look at the lightsabers. Now, another thing, for some reason, I have another complaint, and that is... So with lightsaber characters, force push is not really that force push, force slow. With some people, it's not even really responsive. Yeah. Okay, force push is like never responsive sometimes. Um, so is force pull. Not even close responsive. Number one, what do you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously. And here's the thing there's like one boss that. Force push. I mean, force slow doesn't even work on. It's a little annoying. That's Terran Malikos. Right. That's so annoying. But hey, you got to deal with it, and and yeah, I know the gameplay is definitely a weird part, but it's got really great elements. But sometimes there are parts where it really just makes you mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, bugs are to exist. Now, so, next up, we are going to really talk about uh, how... Another thing I really... I do... Something I really like about this, for some reason, was the force wall climb. Oh. I don't know why. Yeah. I thought it was kind of good. Oh, yeah, that's a power. That's a power that everyone forgot was even in the game. Yeah. I think everyone forgot. But for what it is, for what you can use it for, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I Something would that really say made me. It's Country Roads taking me home. Something that really definitely made me mad. I don't even care what anyone says. This really, really made me mad. What? Apex Legends? No. Right, my bad. I was just looking at my <laughs> games. So what really made me mad for some reason was that you don't get double jump right away. Right, right. That is something that is annoying. That really is. It's kind of, I get it that it's about becoming a Jedi and you're not like Star Killer from uh, The Force Unleashed where you're like basically the best Jedi of all time. You got every move in the game. You're like, boom, 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 boom. Right. No one can touch you. You can, like, freaking grab uh, stars for us from the sky. Yeah. Awesome. Except Aiden didn't even like watching me play the game. Because <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't care about modern 
modern awesomeness. Sure, if you put it like that, it makes me look stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that's Thanks whole for that. That it's okay. Story. So, um, I, it. I feel like, I feel like, uh, <laughs> I just realized I've downloaded like six games while seven games actually. Wait, yeah, seven games during this podcast. <laughs> wow, that shows how long this is. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's fine. I okay. enjoy it. There's something to do. I think we all do. So, yeah. Um, I think it, I think the force problems for me were uh problems of the game that really really weren't fun to deal with. Now let's talk about this other thing. Remember, like the attacks you can't block. When yeah, the, when you the, when just have to dodge. You just have to dodge. Yeah, sometimes though, sometimes when you dodge, it doesn't work. True. They just like get you. It's so annoying, though. Uh-huh. It really is. Agreed. Agreed. It's like another really bad responsive part of the game that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, another thing we're going to talk about is even though this game had great graphics, dude, it had a lot of moments where it didn't even render at all. Yeah. Like, there was a moment where I was on Ilum. And I just phased through a wall. Ooh, that sucks. I don't even know, dude. That's, but, that sucks. It really does. It, oh, maybe it's because I, I found a way to do this kind of glitch. It's not really a glitch. It's just super weird. It's yeah. so easy to do, though. You, If you have double jump, what you do is you press double jump and force... Uh, push over and 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 you basically you float up. You basically have Jedi flight. Now another thing that I was super annoyed about was another thing I was super annoyed about of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was definitely it's definitely um. My opinion, probably the whole es- the whole aesthetic of the fact that it, it seems like the more comics come out, the more things come out. It feels like the more comics come out, the more Jedi survivors are pulled. It's like Order sixty six never really did its job, right? Yeah, in fact, I kind of would have liked it. This game was set in the whole old Republicish era. Mm-hmm. But for what it is, in my opinion, it's really amazing. It's a really great experience. And sadly, sad part is, this is the third game we've gotten in the Star Wars EA licensing. And EA, I think, has had Star Wars for at least 10 years now. And we've only gotten three games. Yeah. Okay, well, four, because Star Wars Squadrons, even though no one cares about that. Really? I thought you were hyped about that game. No, no. no. I I was definitely not going to buy it. Oh, I thought you were excited for it. No. Hmm. Interesting. My opinion is another cash grab, and I'm not really into the whole... True, true. I haven't even seen gameplay of it, I gotta be honest with you. Huh? 
I haven't seen gameplay of it at me all. Me neither. Me neither, actually. Interesting. So, I think, here's the thing. Another problem is, I wish this game had daily, I had at least, uh, I, list, I wish this game had a lot more updates than it did. And it had like four updates. Um, I, I looked it up before the podcast. As of 10 hours ago, there was a leak for new free DLC coming out. So probably by the end of the month, there's going to be new DLC. Fallen Order? Yeah, for Fallen Order. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Um, wow, that's, that's crazy. Right? But the moment we're making this... I don't even have the game anymore. The moment we're making this, we have had like two major DLCs, and that's it. There the was... One was... like adding the premium content to those who didn't buy the premium content. Uh-huh, which is stupid. There is no point to buy the premium content because than... you just get it for free. Yeah, and, and then the second don't... one was best. It added like yes. the arcade mode and everything. Arcade mode and, and new journey plus. Yeah, awesome. that now, that was actually a good update. Because that um, we're gonna skip over the DLC portion and just talk about it on the gameplay section. Okay. So yeah, let's explain the whole arcade mode thing it's called um meditation training and mm-hmm. either you can do these things called combat challenges and you get to fight everyone you face already and except Darth vader right i mean seriously if we did trying to imagine Darth vader just just fighting huh. Darth vader and beating him and turning him into a ragdoll <laughs> just fight five of just just, just fight all the bosses at one time that's all just be like a waterbender from Qatar, from um, Last Airbender. Last time, dude, I've been watching Last Airbender, dude. I'm on season three now, dude. That's sad. I... That's such a good show. I will admit, another good part about the game gameplay that I really didn't go over for some reason in the story was the plot twist of Phyllis and Dury. I was. <laughs> I was legit as surprised as when I found out Kaiba had a second um, dragon from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes, I watched that show. Don't make fun of me. You've watched Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes. But you haven't watched Avatar. No, I watched Avatar. You finished all of it? No. Hmm. I watched both of them at the same time sometimes. Oh, my. <laughs> gotta watch Avatar, dude. You just I can't am, go on living without watching it. You gotta finish All it. Right, stop. Like, this, is not, this is not a last year Bender episode. Unless they make a game, we're not True. gonna talk about I wonder what they have. No. No game you should get? It's called Rogue Company. It's cross-play and we can play it together. Alright, alright, alright. Let's, let's get back to what this is going to yeah. be about. Yeah, good point. So, um, I think there's a reason. Let's get to what we really, what this show is about. Personal connections. It's quite obvious why people could have a personal connection to this. It's a little too obvious. Obviously, it's because it's the game. It's, it's a definitely game not obvious game. enough because I can't figure it out. Really? It's because this game makes you feel like you're actually a Jedi. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. Doesn't it make you feel like you're the best Jedi in the world? Ow. No, because... Uh, the best Jedi in the world is Obi Wan, and we all know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that is true. Obi Wan is better. 
Plus and everything. In fact, uh, I can't wait till the new show comes out. Disney, come out soon, or I will. Uh, Mandalorian, or no, I'm talking about um Obi Wan. There's an Obi Wan show. Yeah, coming out soon. Cool. Except it was delayed. Starring Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Cool. So um, again. So let's talk more about this DLC. And our part of the DLC is Battle Grid Mode. I think everyone loves Battle Grid Mode. Yeah. How long have we been recording, by the way? Just wondering. At least more than an hour at this point. Oh, it says 14 minutes. I know. Oh. So, um... Battle Grid Mode is, like, basically... Super cool meets super better. Wait, that ain't no sense. (laughs) That made no sense. (laughs) So, um... Basically, you got to choose what you would what you would face, or you can decide. Basically, you get this thing called spectator mode, and you can basically just watch every character in the game fight each other. It turns out that the most powerful being in the game is actually a tower trooper. What is it? Oh, the dudes that camp on top of the tower. <laughs> yeah, the stormtroopers that camp on top of the tower. Literally, Dude, those are so easy. You just deflect their out. shot. Actually, the best. Um, I She's just boy. Remember, I just remembered the best care. The be- the person. There's a person in Balgrimo that you literally can't beat. Is there? Is there really? Yeah, Jarrow to Paul. You can't. He doesn't even. Have oh yeah. Bar. Yeah. That's everything. that's true. That's true. He blocks everything. He blocks everything. That's true. Now I just want to say. Um, this game definitely had a personal connection with many because, well, super lightsaber duel. Little <gasps> kids are like, "Yo, I wanna, I wanna chop little, uh, little, little sure. dudes up in half." But no, and Disney's like, "No, they, oh, they don't." For some reason, um, um this is the this is the message I'm gonna Let's give go. the game. I'm gonna give this game a message, and that message is. Do it. The moral of the story is, if it doesn't have humanity, a lightsaber can cut through it. Lightsaber can cut through anything. It's plasma. That isn't... Well, it can't cut through anything that, like, stormtroopers or... From a scientific standpoint, a lightsaber is made out of plasma. Thus meaning, the lightsaber shouldn't even be able to touch. Just saying. Just just saying. Okay, stop. This ain't Bill Nye the Science Guy. So stop. So, but then there are weird things, definitely. I get that they didn't want to make it look violent, but dude, you can literally hit someone in the face of a lightsaber and they nothing right. will happen. <laughs> nothing will happen. I was fighting the second sister and she had like a giant um yellow mark across her face because I hit her with a lightsaber. It, uh-huh. it just healed up. It just healed up. And was like, what? <laughs> Oh, that's relatable. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, Mister. So basically, Crab. it's like it's like it's like that, but it's, what is my? Do you feel like we just covered nothing? No, no, no. We've been productive. Now let's get on to the final segment. This is a this is this is a long episode. 
Let's get on to characters. Landon, there were three hours of content with your other one. You can't say this as long. <laughs> when there were three hours of content with your other one. Yeah, that is true. So, next up is characters. Let's talk. Cal Kestis was definitely a fun character to play as. He had a very big moral a moral to learn, and that was to let go of the past, even though that's basically Kylo Ren, except Kylo Ren saying to Harry Potter, Oh, Darth Vader would kick uh, Voldemort's butt. <laughs> Sorry, just think it's like it's a, kind of like a meme. Woo, they <laughs> added the new Minecraft mob. Stop! 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 What, have you not played it yet? No, it's it's reminding me that Steve, uh, Minecraft Steve has been added to Super Smash Bros. Yeah, but there's a new mob. <laughs> There's new mob in Minecraft. Okay, so, anyways, um, Cal had a, Cal was a good character because he had morals to learn, and I think that was the great part about him is that for some reason he was super his attack sometimes, but for me, I decided to be like an actual Jedi and be super defensive, and you know what, that got my buck right. like super easy. Hey, have you ever played Dark Souls? <laughs> hey, have you ever played... <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Dark Souls and... um. Dark Souls? No, no, no. no. Playing Dark Jedi Grandmaster is nothing compared to Dark Souls. And Dark Souls is nothing compared to Sekiro. And, my uh, mind. And, and Fall Guys is nothing compared to Among Us. Fall Guys sucks and Fall Guys is great. Okay, I, I want to point something out. Like... Uh, it's, like, kind of off-topic, but, like, what type of genre would you classify Fallen Order as? Oh, my God, that's not off-topic at all. That's actually a really good question. No, but, like, this question, the question when you answer this is going to get off-topic. Because... Oh, shoot. Because it's, like, I can just look it up. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, adventure. It is. Yeah, third-person platformer adventure games i i don't care what you think any game like that is so good fallen order dark soul sekiro neo they're just good games that's sekiro my guy oh they're just so good ghost of tsushima would you really i I don't have a playstation anymore but i want to play ghost of tsushima so Uh, bad okay um, so, yeah, I feel like a really good reason why this game sold so successfully is because it's a third-person game. It's because this type of game is so good. So, yeah. And, honestly, we have one thing left to really cover. What? Oh, wait, no, we don't. We forgot to talk about the rest of the characters. Number one, Seer Junda. Again, as Cal Kestis, Cat with Cal Kestis, same thing goes with Seer. She understands a great moral, and that is don't lie to your friends or you will feel bad. And she comes to, um, she basically comes to peace with her demons, which is like Trilla, and basically Fort, and basically, well, faces her problems head on. She event, she at first tries to deny them, but eventually she decides to save the day. Mm-hmm. So, that's a cool part about her. Grease is next. Now, Grease, Grease. has... 
Grease is like a very interesting story. Number one, Grease is super greasy money. <sighs> okay. And he's basically, he even admits he used to just care about himself. But then, True. he finds a family. He finds Sear and Cal. And in his words, not his words. Okay. Not his words, but he really does care about them now. Why? He really cares about them. Why? And he, and he wants to, he wants to keep them safe. In fact, when you, when you think Seer is dead after encountering Darth Vader, you can tell that Grease isn't really, he's trying to hold back probably bawling out his eyes. And also, he is very skeptical. He is very... Yeah, he's very skeptical. I mean, seriously, when he first meets Marin, he's like, isn't she a witch? I did that. Yes. And he's like, what is that? What is that? That, that is a... That droid is illegal in my house. <sighs> that was horrible. That doesn't even sound like Grease, but still... But eventually, he warms up, and again, basically, he kind of learns more. You shouldn't care about just yourself. It's basically, it's a classic one. You should care about others, uh-huh. just not yourself. Oh. Now, um, Trilla. Trilla had a, a bit, Really, Trilla was bound to have a really good storyline, and they, they did Trilla. more than deliver it. Trilla as a second sister, Dead Serious, as I said, was literally a real... Wait, what? Trilla as the second sister... Oh, I thought you said she has a second sister. I'm like, huh? That reveal, I, I, I'm i telling you, actually was genuinely shocked. Uh, as I said, basically, I was as shocked as when I watched Kabe pull out a second frozen dragon. Huh? It's like you don't even watch Yu-Gi-Oh. So, um... I don't. That's sad. I, I still am amazed that you haven't finished Avatar. Alright. Well, neither have I, but, like... <laughs> I started watching it two weeks ago. So, um... I started watching it a month ago. I'm a disappointment to anime. <laughs> Alright. not an anime. I know, I know. I don't know why I said that. Um... So, I feel, I mean, Trilla had a really good story. She had a really good story. And it was, it was, it was kind of a shame to see her killed. I really would have liked to see her as a good guy in the second True, scene. Darth Vader just was tired of her. I think we all were sometimes with the fact that she always was saved by a cutscene. True. True. And then... My sister didn't really have a, a story. She just was mm-hmm. an enemy, but... She was just Shrek. <laughs> but, like, not good Shrek. Bad Shrek. She That's... Did... Yeah. They just she like was Shrek. just a Shrek. <laughs> she was just shrunk. a tan Shrek. She was just Shrunk. <laughs> homeboy Shrunk. She was basically like um, Yzma and Shrek and Kronk. Mixed together, you may not get that, but I don't. Disney fans would get that. Disney fans would get these fans. So she, I, I really hope she actually survived that ball. I would like to see her as another boss fight to see that basically she never dies, man. 
It's kind of cool. She's basically like the Darth Maul of the generation. Of the of the original trilogy. If you really think about it. I mean, in the Darth sure. Vader comics, she basically had her leg cut off and she was left to die and fight more clones. Then she came back and was defeated by Cal. And if she fought... If she survives this, I feel like she'd be the cool Darth Maul of the generation. So, next up, let's get up to the drum roll, please. Um, Marin. Who? Marin. Night Sister. Night Sister? Yeah. (laughs) Now, she actually had a really good story, even though she was, like, basically, she was introduced very late on. Mm-hmm. Like really, really, really late. True. Like, like there were only like three missions with her. Yeah. So, yeah, but but she had a good story. If you were um like me and you got all the cosmetics, then you would know that she had a really interesting story, and I that's really fascinating. That number one, she the. She's actually the last of her kind. There are no more Night Sisters left. Mother Talzin is dead. The rest of the Night Sisters is dead. Asajj is dead. And she's on her own. And she then is like confronted by Taryn Malikos. And she has nothing else to lose. And she has to side with him. And eventually, when Cal Kestis arrive, arrives, because General Grievous to her was like a Jedi. And she's all like angry and. She wants Calcastus gone, forbidden, gone, gone. Basically, like my new iPhone after I dropped it in a water. Wait, what? Nothing. That's a joke. Oh. That's a joke. Okay, then. I, I don't even have a new iPhone, but... Um... Um... So... Shit. Okay. And the fact that she has to, again, basically face what she thinks is what is responsible for her family being taken from her, she realizes that Cal is not the threat. It's actually Malikos. And she eventually stands up for good and good and um, defeats Malikos with Cal. And I think that's a really good moment. It shows... That she's human, like Rasbus, not really a heartless person. And the fact that she has to earn the trust of the other members of the team, and that she just earns it really fast, is definitely unrealistic and uh, very dumb. Yeah. Yeah, that's super unrealistic. But, yeah. Now... Let's get on to the final, final person. Who? Jaro Tapal. Dang. Jaro Tapal. Darn it. That guy was such. Anakin Skywalker reference. That guy was such a. It's funny because he's the main character. (laughs) That guy was such an important character, but with such such little screen time. Sure. And one. No, I'm not. I'm not wrong. And no, you are wrong. He really guided Cal in his way, even though he was dead. 
seeing him protect Cal and the reason why Cal trusts no one and his awesome coolness. Basically, he's like the Samuel L. Jackson of the Clone Wars, even though it was Samuel L. Jackson and that made no sense. <gasps> what? Yeah, I know. Super crazy. So, <laughs> so, um, seeing him really, and here's the thing, he seems, he stands as an obstacle for Cal, and in my opinion, because he was really the enemy. That's a really cool way to look at him. He was basically what is standing in the way of Cal reaching his yeah. full potential. Basically, he sounds like an episode, a character from an episode of Lego Ninjago. Sure. Bye, y'all. That's a horrible joke. Now, in my opinion, I feel like Daryl Paul had a lot of humanity, and what he was given was actually enough for me. And do you have any thoughts on anything I just went over? Not really, I gotta be honest with you. Quick opinions. So, in my opinion, I think you should check out Jedi Fallen Order. Because of its great action, its great storytelling, and its great use of characters. And I hope in the future that EA will be creating a second Jedi Fallen Order because honestly, I like this kind of I like this line of games so far. I mean, yeah, I mean it's not really a line yet until they make a sequel, but I am really hoping they do. So, in my opinion, you should really catch up and buy this game because I'm telling you. It is really a, a fun part. It's a really fun, fun doozy to play. <laughs> really can't think of words, but yeah. So that is all for this episode of the Gamers Cave. I would like to thank Aiden from Backstab Podcast for joining me on this episode. And without further ado, have a great day, everyone.